Welcome back to Health Check. I'm Heidi Godman. We are talking today about pain management. And this is a subspecialty that Sarasota Memorial Hospital excels in. And our guest today is Dr. Eugene Pereira, who is a pain management specialist with SMH. We're talking about different ways to approach pain. So if you are experiencing chronic pain, you may feel like you've done everything there is to do. You might want to go and speak with a pain specialist, pain management specialist. And and Dr. Pereira, tell us who is a candidate typically for pain management. So pain is a natural uh, consequence of aging and life, as I like to call it. So, so some people call it the AGE syndrome, tongue in cheek. And I say, uh, when they say, um, uh, patients ask me what their MRI looks like and they say, am I growing old? Uh, I say, no, you've just lived a long and happy life. So, um, yes, so I, from the time we stand vertical and start walking, there are various stresses on various parts of our body and uh, they can be delayed by living a healthy lifestyle and, um, you know, drinking a lot of fluid, staying away from smoke and alcohol and uh, high-carbohydrate diets which uh, accelerate the inflammation process and uh, cause deterioration. Uh, j- jumping out of tall buildings or painting the town red when you're young, you will pay the piper later on. Mm-hmm. Um, so living a sober life, not you know, pounding miles and miles of pavement in an attempt to stay healthy, uh, there are better ways and less low, I mean, low-impact ways of running and swimming that can keep you healthy as well. Um, but most of my patients have gone past that and I cannot reverse time and the ravages of life on them. So we have to deal with what we have and make the best lemonade from the lemons, if you will. So um, patients who have suffered trauma, patients who had a a tumor, patients who've had a life-threatening illness can all manifest with pain. Sometimes the treatment of chronic diseases can also cause reactions in the body that leaves nerves damaged and and, uh, unhealthy and painful. Let's talk about some things that are, you know, just traditionally very difficult to to treat as far as pain. Uh, arthritis, you know, that you cannot take over-the-counter NSAIDs, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. We know that they are associated with so many risks. Once in a blue moon, okay, if your doctor says yes, but you can't take NSAIDs for the long term, right? Yes, the news coming out is uh, more and more grim. I mean, one wonders, uh, we were doing this with, a lot of uh, abandon uh, in the past, but now even four days of daily uh, non-steroidals can start like, wreaking havoc on your blood pressure mechanisms and your kidneys. So uh, using uh, over-the-counter medications for a sprain uh, or some injury for a short period of time is fine, but beyond a certain amount of time, um, it can be more harmful than good. Right, and that's hard when you have arthritis, which is the degeneration of the cartilage and the joints, everybody listening. And and so then the uh, doctors will say, well, you could take Tylenol. But I just don't think Tylenol is going to do it if you've got really advanced arthritis, will it? No, I mean, um, t- Tylenol is not so much as an, uh, as an effective anti-inflammatory as the non-steroidals. A Tylenol is more uh, prominent for its anti-fever effects. So mm-hmm. Acetaminophen yeah, is what we're talking right. about. Sorry, about and um, uh, it is used when there is no other option, such as if the patient has had a peptic, a stomach ulcer or a bleed, uh, or is on blood thinners, then the non-steroidals can can mess up that balance, and so they have no option but to try 
Tylenol, acetaminophen as a poor man's anti-inflammatory. Right. But then there you are with still lots of pain. So I know physical therapy is something that can help if you increase your muscle strength, then hopefully that can help absorb some of the shock and pressure on your joints. But that's really not what we're talking about today. We're talking about things beyond that because hopefully you're trying that already. But what if you still have that chronic pain? And, And osteoarthritis might be one cause of that chronic pain. What are some of the other causes? You were talking about injury. Um, so are we talking about old sports injury, a new car accident, or, or what? So uh, old sports injuries can come back to haunt you later because wherever there is injury, there's scarring usually. And scarring leads to a ill-repaired structure, if you will, like it's like putting duct tape on a leak. And eventually the duct tape starts to come off and the leak starts again. So Scarring can cause problems later on because it prevents the free movement of joints or, or free movement of the ligaments and muscles and tendons. Um, the actual act of walking and uh, deterioration can cause havoc on the nerves of the spine where it, uh, because of the collapse of the cushions in between the bones, which we call the discs, uh, the bones it's themselves sit closer to each other than they should, forming a kind of arthritis, which in the spine is called spondylosis. And that encroaches on the openings that is designed to uh, that are designed to let the nerves travel around, and those nerves start to get rubbed against, and they start sending this shooting, cramping pain down people's legs when they're standing and walking, forcing them to stop and take a break or hunch forward to relieve some of the pressure, or uh, get you know aids to walk such as a walker or a wheelchair. Right. So, and when you look at the anatomy of the spine, it just is so amazing how large the nerves are coming out of the sides of the spine, like as big as fingers, you know, just huge. Think of the nerves like those big telephone cables that were laid out when they were building the subdivision, uh, or even the electric cable where these huge wooden spools were unraveled and, and giant broad cables were laid out inside them or myriads of other cables of various sizes, each serving a different function. Uh, now let's switch to the uh, analogy of the category five cable, which carries voice and electric and, and internet all in, wrapped inside one. We've upgraded. Yes. Yeah. So uh, the, we, are, we are nowhere close to being uh, close to the sophistication of the marvel of en- engineering that is the human body. We can only ape it and, and bring that technology out into other aspects of our life. But those those nerves are designed to carry uh, information of micrometers of space. So, for example, if your if your little toe was stubbed by a rock as you walked, your your brain would know within millimeters of where you got struck by that rock. And to, for that to happen, the amount of nerve fibers in those nerves have have to be uh, humongous so that uh, it can tease out you know micrometers worth of differentiation of where the pain came from. So a pretty sophisticated system. Yes. But if, if that system begins to get compressed from all these different causes, that's where we get into trouble. So uh, people who are coming to you, is it typically that they have osteoarthritis? Is it typically an injury? What is it usually, or is it just aging? Yeah, a- aging is inevitable. Uh, how we age, it depends on us. So if we, the expression aging gracefully does have some bearing in that regard. So if we lived wildly and we were you know, very active in sports and, and arched our back backwards while we jumped up to spike a ball on the beach, such as in beach volleyball or basketball, 
they will be there will be more wear and tear in the upper part of the spine than if you did not on the uh, contra- i mean on the other end of the spectrum if we walked in with bad posture we hunched forward and things like that the body will deteriorate in other ways so the, aging is inevitable so uh, going back to that fact that the pressure on the discs uh, i like to tell my patients is like if you have an old couch and the cushions start to collapse you will soon start to feel the box springs one way or the other so this is an effect of the collapsing of those cushions that causes uh, the nerves to get more and more cramped in a smaller opening so if you were in a room that kept getting smaller and people started adding more and more furniture and stuff into it the moment you started moving around you'd bump into things and be irritable and that's basically what happens to that nerve root sure all right so that can cause problems mostly in your legs yes predominantly in your legs um stenosis can happen in various parts of the spine the lower back is the most clinically significant there are some people who have it in their neck and they can have headaches and uh, weakness and, and sensory loss in the upper extremity as well. And some people are just living with this every day. Right. So, I mean, the simplest way or the traditional way if you will to take care of it would be to uh, take over the counter pain pills, use, you know, icy hot or any of those liniments and ice packs and heat and uh, and live go on with life. Um there are some people who it reaches a point where along with other stresses in their life this is the proverbial kind of straw that breaks the camel's back and then they start screaming out because they are it's on their last nerve no pun intended yeah yeah and and, and then it really affects the quality of life if you can't enjoy your day because you're so consumed with pain i mean yeah. it, it it's sort of disabling chronic pain is so multifaceted in destruction and that it doesn't just affect the person who's suffering from it it affects the people around that person because they start get the the patient starts getting withdrawn and less interested in being out and participating in in socialized activities because it is painful to do that so they become a recluse and they they're not participating in the family and they cannot work they become disabled and they don't have a good source of income um we mentioned earlier the the problem of medical opiates that they start taking opiates and soon they need more for for the same effect or even less and the side effects of those so it's a vicious spiral if you will right all right so so many things to know about chronic pain and when someone comes to see you and says doc i i just cannot go on this way what is the first step what do you do so uh fortunately for me uh most of my patients have already been worked up if you will or had been t- tested diagno- diagnostically either with imaging or with uh, you know nerve conduction studies or ultrasound or vascular studies to see if they're getting sufficient blood to that area and they have they they have you know file files and files and folders of investigations that have been done on them so i spent some time uh, reviewing those to see if i can tease out um, what the cause of their pain will be and more often than not it's not just one cause it's multifactorial one might be a primary cause which started it all and then the consequences of that including um, medical interventions uh, medications bad uh, posture side effects of all those can lead to other causes of secondary pain so um i tell my patients uh, treating low back pain is like peeling an onion you take out one stinky layer after another <laughs> till either the tears stop or there's no more layers to remove right right so are you are you seeing a lot of people come to you with chronic pain that they also have comorbidities or other conditions alongside of this yes so these are patients who 
have been diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis and they have muscle spasms and their muscles are not working well they are deconditioned they cannot move from place to place easily they cannot participate in active physical therapy what about multiple sclerosis do you see a lot of those kinds sure. of things sure uh, multiple sclerosis is an exotic name but more realistic and more everyday happenstance is is diabetes mm. uh, people with diabetes start losing their nerve function directly as a cause of diabetes they have di- what is known as diabetic peripheral painful neuropathy they have uh, blood supply insufficiencies to various organs of their body including the nerves they can have strokes they can have a side so they, that is the number one metabolic syndrome is is the is a catch all if you will of people who are deconditioned people who have high cholesterol people who have diabetes and all of these people have manifestations of pain even more importantly and something we tend to forget is uh, non specific symptoms of a depressed or a stressed out mind can be back pain Mm-hmm. or a headache mm-hmm. or abdominal pain. So that it may manifest in those ways. Yes. All right. Well, we want to find out what we could do about these things. So we are going to continue speaking with Dr. Eugene Pereira from Sarasota Memorial Pain Management Centers, but we need to take a quick break everybody in between before we come back. If if you want to check out Sarasota Memorial Hospital, just go to smh.com. Stick around more with Dr. Eugene Pereira in just a minute. This is Health Check with Heidi Godman on WSRQ. Mm-hmm. 